Praise God, brothers and sisters. Today we have a prayer service, and I love to pray. Prayer is very important. Uh, it's a very important part of my life. I remember back when I was when I was younger, when I was little. You know, I I probably uh, I know I for sure I couldn't tell you what the Trinity was or. I couldn't tell you what, uh, what theology meant, the word theology, but I know that when I prayed, I, I know that God heard me, you know? And prayer is very important. Uh, it was, it's still, till this day, very important in my life because it's a time when I'm able to speak to God. Prayer is very important in my life. I remember when I had some dark seasons in my life when when I would have these these nightmares um, that I would awake I would wake up and I'd be shivering and and I wouldn't want to go back into my room and prayer was what got me through those moments you know it wasn't a, a good sermon or it wasn't even, you know, uh, reading the Bible, because I, I frankly, I, I didn't read the Bible when I was, I read it a little bit, but I thought it was supposed to be only, I was uh, brainwashed that it was supposed to be only in Russian, I couldn't read Russian, therefore it was really difficult for me to read the Bible. But when I prayed, God got me through those moments. I remember in high school, there was a season in my, time, in my life where uh, I had these attacks of the devil. And it was so, I, I vividly remember those moments. They are so vivid in my memory. Uh, I was in my room and I would, I would see these, these, these horrible, horrible things. I don't even want to talk about them here. But when we stood with my parents to pray in that one prayer I remember specifically I was like 17 or 18 probably 16 17 that victory came into my life and maybe I didn't know the right theology maybe I didn't know what uh, it meant to be a true Christian or a, what it meant to be born again. But I knew that if I got down on my knees and prayed that Jesus would come and he would help me. In prayer, repentance happened in my life when I prayed, right? In, during prayer, Jesus forgave, forgave me my sins during prayer. During prayer, uh, I... I would come into the presence of God only during prayer in my life. I don't know how for you, maybe it's different for you, but for me, it's when I get on my knees and I just focus on Jesus Christ, that's when the anointing comes is during prayer. These are some of the things of why I love prayer service, of why I love to pray, because it's during prayer that I'm able to speak to God and it is during prayer that God is able to speak to me through his word, through the spirit. Amen, brothers and sisters. 
У вас бывает такое? It's, it's during prayer. It's not when you're listening to a good sermon. It's, it's after the sermon is over, a good sermon, and you get on your knees. That's when, that's when that connection happens. That's why prayer service in, in our lives, it should be very important. And these are the moments that would give us, get us through the difficult moments. Get us through the dark times of life. I've experienced it and I've relived it. I stand here and I'm just like, man, I can't believe I'm here and I have children that are one of you guys. That's like unbelievable, you know. But I'm here, you know. This is, I remember, I remember, I feel like I should be sitting there. I remember the days when I went to youth. I remember the prayer services on Wednesday nights and, and where God would just, just anoint us. But, you know, it's happening right now, too. It's happening today. God is still alive, and he is here today, and he wants to speak to you through the Holy Spirit because we are continuationists, right? We believe that the gifts of the Spirit still continue, and the Spirit of God is here today, and he wants to talk into your life. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. He is worthy. Amen. I want to read, um, I want to read in Luke chapter 7 like we read today. I just want to talk about this, this moment where Jesus was marveled. Just think about it. Jesus was marveled. You just, that in it by itself, it, you have to meditate a little bit just to kind of grasp it, right? The God of the universe, the one that created everything. He is the author of our faith. It says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. He is the author and creator of our faith. And here, it talks about how he is marveled. And if we read, I'm not going to take very long because I want to pray with you guys. I want to, I want to spend some time in prayer. But let's, let's go through this really quick. It says, now when he concluded all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum and a certain Centurion's servant who was dear to him was sick and ready to die. So he heard about Jesus. He sent elders of the Jews to him, pleading with him to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying that the one of, for whom he should do this was deserving, for he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. Then Jesus went with them, and when he was already not far from his house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Therefore, I do not even think myself worthy to come to you, but say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I, am, for I also am a man placed under authority, having soldiers under me. I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him. And turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I say to you, 
I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And those who were sent returning to the house found a servant well who had been sick. So who was this man? Centurion, huh? Yes? You guys with me? You heard the story? It's so quiet. It's like, you guys are so amazing. I wish this is how, I hope this is how you act at home. Yeah, so quiet and peaceful. And the parents are like, we have wonderful children. Look at them. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's, it's opposite a little bit. Huh? You guys let all your energy out at home and then you come here and just peace. He's a centurion. Who, who was he? He was a soldier, right? So he had people under him. Wh whose soldier was he? He was Herod's soldier. He was a soldier of the Roman army. So who was he not? He wasn't a... He wasn't even a Jewish person, right? He wasn't even a, uh, a Jesus' relative, or he wasn't his disciple. He wasn't um, a, a rabbi. He was just this centurion man. He was the soldier of the Roman Empire. And Jesus says, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. In all of Israel, Jesus comes to his people and he finds the greatest faith from a Roman soldier. And he finds it so great that he marvels at, at it. And how did the soldier or centurion make Jesus marvel at his faith? Well, he, he recognized something. He recognized Jesus Jesus' authority, right? He knew who this man was. He probably heard the stories that, the, the wonders that he would be doing, where, where the nature would bow down to him, where he would just speak and people would come to life. And he understood this within him and he said, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. He, he understood that he, he didn't even want Jesus to come into his house because he understood who he was. And today's, questions, today's question to you is, do you understand who Jesus is? Today Jesus is looking for that faith that would marvel him. Today Jesus is looking, he is he is with us today until the end of the ages. And he is waiting for you to marvel him. And how, how do we do that? You see, the centurion, it says in verse 3, So when he heard about Jesus, all he did was he heard about him. There were people in Jesus' life that were, were around him that spent time with him in a boat and they didn't have faith like this man that just heard about him. This man, I believe that, I don't think that he was a theologian or I don't think he knew the scriptures. He was just, he came from a different place to, uh, to be a soldier in this place. And, and he just heard about him 
and he believed in him. And Jesus marveled at this. And, and all he did was he asked him in faith. And this impressed and amazed Jesus so much that he said, this is the faith that I'm looking for. This is the faith that is so great. Not even, none of the Pharisees, none of the scribes, none, even his disciples or relatives, nobody had faith like this, like this uh, man, the centurion. So in the scripture, this is the only time that Jesus is marveled. Nothing else will, will marvel Jesus. The only other thing that will marvel him, we find in Mark chapter 6, six verse 6, is Jesus marveled at the lack of faith. So where are you today? Are you marveling him for the lack of faith? Or are you marveling him because of how great your faith is today? And like the brother was talking about, you know, there isn't, as I go through life, and I realize that there isn't this middle ground of like this faith where it's kind of somewhere in the middle. Lord, I'm going to marvel you for the lack of faith or I'm going to marvel you, you know, like, like it's this life of living uh, in the position of splits, right? In one door, it's very uncomfortable. And same thing with Christianity. Same thing with uh, even your work ethics or your relationship. It's, it, you will not live life through this place of uh, neutrality, right? Like you're in this neutral zone. Like, I'm just going to live and kind of just ride the wave. That doesn't happen. Either you're all in or you're not. Because the Bible talks about that God would, he would, he would spit you out or he would barf you out if you're, in, you're found in that lukewarm place. Brothers and sisters. Right now we're going to pray. We got, we got some time to pray and I would like us to come close to Christ. And if there is something in your heart that is, that is forbidding you to come close to him, let's repent of that. Let's confess those sins before God. And then we would come close to him and ask him that he would fill us that he would take care of our issues, that he would help us and lead us and let him be. Let's be all in for Christ. And he will guide you through life like you wouldn't even believe. On a daily basis, he will, he will strengthen your faith. He will take you through trials and, and dark places. But when your faith is so strong, you're able to go through these things with, with the joy in your heart. Like the brothers were talking about, right? When our faith is, is strong, we're able to go through the difficult places because we're able to look at them through God's perspective, through this bird's eye view. Amen? Prayer service. We're going to pray, brothers and sisters. If anybody needs prayer... 
if you were lacking faith and you were just like in this place of, I'm just here because my mom brought me here, but God is speaking into your heart and you know, I want to make an altar call. If you want to come and give your life to Christ and if you want to be prayed over and if you want to be in his presence, I would welcome you. We have brothers and we would pray with you, pray for you. And I hope that the Spirit of God would work in our midst today, that he would speak to us individually, that he would speak into our lives, into our hearts, into our minds, and that we would be all in for Christ. Doesn't matter what the situation, doesn't matter what the struggles is, but we know that Christ is with us because this is his promise. He promised to us. Amen? Amen. Let's pray.